Hello everyone, I'm here for one of my stories. This is Lindsay Dunn and I'm on here today to do a review of the new movie A Haunting in Venice. This is the third Kenneth Branagh Poirot mystery, Hercule Poirot, to come out. And it is based on the short story The Halloween Party by Agatha Christie, adapted for the screen by Michael Green, directed by Branagh himself, of course, which is his M.O. And it's starring Branagh, Tina Fey, Michelle Yeoh, Jamie Dornan, Kelly Riley, Jude Hill, Camille Cotton, Ali Khan, Emma Laird, Kyle Allen, and Ricardo Scamarcio. Overall, this is the strongest of the three Branagh Poirot mysteries that have come out so far. Or maybe I'm just a sucker for anything gothic, moody, or bleak. It's very eerie with a solid cast and atmospheric scenery like only Venice can provide. If you've been following my channel, you may remember my reviews of the first two Branagh Poirot mysteries. There was murder on the Oriental Express and then death on the Nile. Both of those movies have been adapted several times and I remember when they came out I thought they were fine but I guess because I've seen those movies already adapted so many times it felt like a retread and sort of banking on the popularity of Knives Out and people wanting more locker room mysteries and acting like that movie was the second coming of Christ. And overall, I just didn't find them to be that interesting. They had good set production for the most part. The locations and the different places they went the whole like, oh, we're going to go on a booze cruise or we're going to be on this train. That was sort of interesting, but it just felt like, why why are we remaking these movies again? These movies that have been adapted several times. That is why I really looked forward to seeing this third film in the series because it seemed so different and I was absolutely right. And it really went above and beyond my expectations. This is set during Halloween or what they call All Hallows Eve over there in Venice and this is in a post-World War II. At this point, Poirot has retired from all things detective. This is not the same Poirot as we saw in the last film. It's actually been 10 years since Death on the Nile. And so since that movie, the war has taken place and we now have a world-worn Poirot on hand. So he's actively hiding from people who want him to resolve any cases. And he has a bodyguard who is keeping people at bay. But his friend, celebrated author Ariadne Oliver wants him to help her disprove a medium's claim that she can talk to the dead. So this time, it's a supernatural mystery in a beautiful and atmospheric Venice with masks, palazzos, keys to mysterious doors, and the setup is unreal and very creepy. What happens is 
Poirot and the author, Ariadne Oliver, they go to this orphan's costume party, which is takes place at an orphanage, of course. And when they arrive at the party, there is a spooky story told that's told in the dark with shadows on the wall. And then after the kids go to bed, there is a seance taking place where the woman who is grieving for her daughter wants to know if she can hear from her daughter one last time. And the group comes together. The group that comes together is all people that are connected to the daughter. So we have the party, and then the seance, and then, of course, one of the guests is murdered. And this launches Poirot into taking on a case, reluctantly. But we knew he had to do it. Otherwise, why are we even here at this movie? And the fun of this film is the fact that it's tied into this paranormal or supernatural theme. Overall, I really enjoyed it. I knew I would going in just because it had the horror vibes to it, the ghost story, a seance, and I really like what they did with Poirot, how they evolved his character in this third movie. He's taken on a certain humility here. He's seen some things that make him just a more interesting character because he's tired, he's cranky, he's not eager to take on a case. Once he gets into it, he just can't help himself because that's who he is. It just made him a more interesting character. And when I really think about what I didn't like about the first two movies, I think one of the things I didn't like was Kenneth Branagh himself. Just because I like him better as an actor, I feel, when he, other people are directing him. Like Christopher Nolan in Tenet. That was a great role for him. But sometimes when he directs himself, I know that's a tough act to do, but it just becomes the Branagh show. And so I liked that in this case, he's a much more reluctant character. And it has the movie, the story of Haunting in Venice, has more light and shadow, more black and white. There's fun and then there's heartbreak. And so it's just, overall, I find those stories much more interesting. I love the atmosphere. I love the production design, which is by John Paul Kelly. He also did the production design for the Apple TV series Blackbird, which was one of my favorite series from last year, A True Crime. And they really did a great job on the palazzo itself, the building where all of the characters meet. They made actual ceilings and made it feel really real so the characters or the actors would really imbue that space. And it really shows. It feels like a real place and we want to enter into it as well. I thought Branagh was excellent as Perot. I also thought the cast overall in general did a great job. Of course, it's great to see Michelle Yeoh continue, continuing to get more roles after everything everywhere. 
Jamie Dornan was great. We're, we're happy to have him in other things that aren't Christian Grey in Fifty Shades. I thought he was great in Belfast, so seeing him do something else. Kelly Riley as the grieving mother was excellent. A lot of people know her from the show Yellowstone. I saw her in the movie Eight for Silver, which became The Cursed. And I really liked her in that role. I think she does really good in darker, scary, gothic movies and films. And so she fit right in here. I also want to give a shout out to Jude Hill, who plays the young son of Jamie Dornan. And he was, he played the young lead in the movie Belfast. And that's where he worked with Branagh. He does a great job in his role where he's kind of playing, he's a young character who's almost become a caretaker for his father. His father has mental health concerns and so as his son, he takes care of his father and he knows how to calm him down and to help him when he's needing an extra, extra support. And so I thought his character plays sort of one of these young people that doesn't really get to be a child. He almost has to function as an adult. Those are always complex roles to play. I thought he did an excellent job. So I really recommend that you check out A Haunting in Venice. If you liked the other locked room mysteries, I can't imagine you wouldn't also like this one. But if you didn't if you weren't that impressed with the first two, I think you'll also enjoy it because it is much better. Maybe maybe just they're finding their speed finally in the third movie. It stepped up the game in this one. And also if you're more of a fan of ghost stories, supernatural, this is going to be a nice change of pace for you because it's very shadowy. <laughs> it's very shadowy, bleak, gothic, and it's all the things that we sort of want in the time of the fall and Halloween season coming up. If you remember not too long ago, there was a movie, Werewolf by Night, a Disney short released where it had this gothic and bleak look to it, although that was a monster movie. I just got the same feeling here that I was really entering into a spooky story and that you should cuddle up and go under a warm blanket. It gave you that kind of feel where you're really anticipating what happens next and the setting and the house almost becomes a character. So that is my review of Haunting in Venice. I definitely recommend you check it out. It comes out in theaters on September 15th. And it's a, a great fall murder mystery. That's it, folks. Good night from one of my stories.